thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to My Wife, She Loves That Reprise Cast, a podcast where we're just tying up all the loose ends. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. You got Luke with us. Howdy. Howdy. Gang's all here. Luke, what have you done this week? Nothing. It's too fucking hot. Yeah, that's fucking true. It's so fucking hot out. I don't... We do this every year, and yet every time, yeah, I'm still uh-huh. disgusted. And I, and I always think, oh, I'm the Texas boy. I'm probably, oh, what you consider hot is what I consider cool. But then I look it up, and no, you're also suffering. Yeah, yeah no, it just sucks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, it's... What, what, <laughs> what kind of temp you got going today on or whatever. There? Yeah, yeah, we're at 94 right now. Yeah, and we don't have any AC. Right, that's the other, right, yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's, temperature should stay, I'm going to say 75, that's the cap. That's the cap, yeah, even then I'm like, "Eh, it's a little warm. I'll allow 75, I will tolerate 75. You know, we, it's going to be 101 by the time people are listening to this here. Yeah, fuck that, dude. That's why I love California, fuck that. Uh huh. Yeah. That's why I left Florida. Everyone always fucking talks about California like it's the like most beautiful, perfect weather in the world, and no, it seems too fucking hot it's over too there. Too fucking hot. If you live like in San Francisco, it's more bearable because you're on the water. But you go an hour inland, you're fucked. Doesn't that also give you like more humidity though? I don't know. I didn't go to San Francisco that much. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I just. It's where rich people. I don't go. care for it. I'd, I'd prefer to be cold than hot, and that's... Me too! Hmm. I'm trying hey, to bundle that's up. A, yeah, too bad for us, because, uh... Yeah. I am trying to get cozy. Yep. I just want sweater weather all, all year. And we can't have it. Uh-huh, no. Well, we, we, we live in the wrong uh, century for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, listen, it wouldn't be any better if we were dying because everything was getting colder all the time... But the, the trip there would be more comfortable. Yeah, it would be way better. No, I think it would like, be way we're better. We're going to hell either way, but, uh, you know, I'll take an icy hell over a hot hell, personally. Yeah, same. The hell that is frozen over. Than right, yeah, I, w- exactly. I would much rather have the hell frozen over. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, what else have I done? I've still been playing a lot of Street Fighter. Made it to gold rank. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of things I've done this week. Every now and then... I get to this podcast and I'm struck with like an existential tear that wait, did this week happen? Did I do anything? Have have I been alive since we last recorded Totally Reprise? Pretty sure you have. I think I have, and because yet, we've my done memory... like other stuff together. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> we recorded other podcasts in that time. Uh-huh. Uh me and Chelsea watched the Les Incroyables. What? Okay. The, the Incredibles? I don't know. I tried to oh, be fancy. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I wanted I wanted to kind of panache it up. Uh, how was it? How, how does that How hey. does that play for you now? You know, I mean, I know all the problems with it. I'm not. Uh, I was not taken by surprise by any of it. Right. Um, I think the most fun thing about it, especially bold Chelsea over because she'd never seen it before, is oh. like, you know, in 2004 or whenever that movie came out, it looked really good. And now yeah. you look at it, you're like, oh, yeah, I love Veggie Tales. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, 
one of the first CGI movies to have humans right, as, like, the right. main stars. Yeah, like, Toy Story has humans in it, but this one's all humans, like, wall to wall. And all of the humans in Toy Story are nightmare creatures. Yes. Right, yeah, they look terrible. Um, but yeah, I don't know, it's, it's a fun movie to watch. You know, they do superheroism, and that's always, well... That's frequently... Uh, that can be entertaining when yeah. done right. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to say, that's always good, and then remember... <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I the last the state of years. cinema today, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. I, I like Frozone. He's a cool guy. Who doesn't? Where's his super suit? Where's his super suit? Great bit. He's got... He's got boots that skis pop out of, and then the skis turn into a uh, uh, snowboard. Yeah, it's cool. I'm not yeah, really that... sure what why the skis are there, but hey, I'm not complaining. Well, what if he needs to do skiing instead of snowboarding? I guess so. It's good <laughs> to have options. What if there is, like, a buzzsaw in the middle of where his snowboard would yeah. be? Right, right. And oh, you know what? That's a good point. You have to, like, cartoonishly pull your snowboard back into skis to escape the saw yeah, uh, I one of the things I remember about the uh, Incredibles is the uh, on the DVD they have like a fake cartoon from when the like they were at the peak of their superheroing. Oh sure. Uh, and it's done like that, like coach car, like or cargo thing where it's like just still images with like real mouths put over it. Mm-hmm. And, like, in the thing, it's presented as Frozone and Mr. Incredible, like, doing audio commentary on this old cartoon that they had nothing to do with. And it just, of course, ends up with Samuel L. Jackson yelling. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. That this is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I honestly, I'm, I'm really stretching. I don't know if I got much else to talk about this week. That's fair. Uh, Ashley, we even... Uh, oh wait, I know. Oh, all right. Actually, shut up. All right. <laughs> that Ghost Trick remake came out. Oh yeah. Uh, don't talk too much about it because that's the journal game. Oh shit! Really? Fuck. Yep. <laughs> well, I uh, I have beaten it before, but I'm not super far in it now. I mostly bought it because I wanted to make Chelsea play it, and uh, I'm very glad that she is and she's having a good time. I've mostly I was like sitting there with her for the first few chapters, but now it's gotten to the point where like. You know, we work different schedules, yeah. and it's not its not really a game that watching it is the most engaging way to, like, experience it. So I'm just mostly content to let her go off and, and check it out on her own. But, man, love that little dog. It's a good little dog. People love Ghost Trick. Yeah, uh, I haven't played it before, so I was like, what if we just do it for journal? Yeah, Pris is big into Ghost Trick, right? Yeah, Pris likes Ghost Trick. Hell yeah. <laughs> It is, I'm trying to think if there is a better dog in fiction than Missile. I think there's maybe not. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out. What are the good dogs of fiction? Uh, 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 according to Twitter, it says here, uh, all of them. <laughs> well, sure, but who's the best dogs? I, I don't. Like, the only one I'm thinking of are, like, anti-good dogs. Mm, I mean, you got Beethoven. He's a big silly lad. Like the first thing I thought of was the dog from the thing. Sure, sure, that's a bad dog. 
That's a bad dog. Is yeah. it even really yeah. a, dog? Not a dog anymore? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, I'm not here to tell it what it, what is, it is and is not. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's fair. Uh huh. One of the great dog actors. Oh, sure. Um, uh, S- you got Scooby-Doo. Uh, yeah, sure. You got Scooby-Doo. That's a that's a decent dog. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not too good for Scooby-Doo. How how dare you if you are? <laughs> yeah. You got uh, Toby from the Great Mouse Detective, who I think only I remember. I well, I haven't seen the Great Mouse Detective, so I cannot help you here. Yeah, the part of growing up is realizing that other people didn't watch the Great Mouse Detective on loop as a little kid, <laughs> and no one. Everyone's always like, oh yeah, that's that one Disney movie that no one's ever seen when I bring it and up. And then you're the one who has. <laughs> right, uh-huh. Uh, I, I saw it like once or twice, but yeah, it was sure. not the one I had on repeat. Snoopy, yeah, yeah. I think, is a classic dog. Sure. Yeah, Snoopy, one of the fictional dogs of all time. Oh, another good one, Joe Cool. True. Yeah. No, Joe, is Joe Cool a man? I believe Joe Cool's a man. Oh, is he? Okay. I mean the way the way Charles Schultz draws him, he kind of looks I, I would say dog like, but yeah, I think you're right. I think he is a man. I think that's a chicken boo situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it is. Now that you bring it up. All right, now I've fulfilled my quota, Ashley. I'm sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I've done my usual thing of watching movies. Uh, I watched the original, original Ocean's Eleven, the nineteen sixties mm. Rat Pack one. Oh, okay. Uh, I had seen it like as a child, and I remember it not being good. And then I watched it again, and it wasn't good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, there you go. So yeah, uh, it is really a movie that is like it. It looks like it was all shot in hotel rooms. <laughs> Uh, after these guys have had a just a night of drinking in okay. like one takes, so okay, they you know some of those people are just so charismatic that you kind of can't help but be like, all right, you there's mm-hmm. something here, uh, but most of it's not. Uh, I watched Godzilla: Final Wars, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, very silly. Uh, there's just a dude who looks like Mike Hager in it. Okay. Who's an American general who has a katana. Okay. And that's pretty good. Uh, I kind of agree with what, uh, me and Pris talked about it a bit, because she also just recently watched it. Uh, the Godzilla parts are kind of the least interesting parts of it. Which are probably a problem in a Godzilla movie. Kind of a problem with the Godzilla movie, yeah. Like, I, there are Godzilla movies where he is not, like, that being a lesser part of the movie is not a horrible thing. Like, even, like, the original Godzilla, you know, has those moments of destruction, but it's much more human story, same with Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But this was one where it's like, you probably could have put a bit more. <laughs> right. Uh, saw the original Pink Panther, which I also remember seeing a lot as a kid, and I'd all but forgotten that uh, Inspector Clouseau is only in like a third of it. Mm-hmm. 
it is not until like the sequels where he actually just becomes the main character because it was the only part that was good in that first movie. Right. I only I've only seen like the Pink Panther cartoon. Yeah. So the Pink Panther cartoon started from Yeah. Uh the It was movie like the series. credit sequence to the Pink Panther movie. Yeah, I've only seen the cartoon. Yeah. And I don't think I liked it, so I mean it's got it's very, very little time. to do with the film. Well, sure, I'm just, you know. Yeah. You're, you're going there for Peter Sellers. It's kind of his big... Right. You know, comedic tour de force series. Uh, and so, you know, if you want to see a guy fall down a lot... Hey, who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's basically what if Columbo was as bumbling as people assume he is. Yeah. But people assume he's very smart, actually. The Nega Colombo. Nega Colombo. Yeah. Yes, that, that is really exactly it. Uh, I also watched Asteroid City, the new Wes Anderson movie. Oh, yeah, how'd you like it? I... I'm still, like, stewing on it. Mm-hmm. It's... I... Like, the vast majority of Wes Anderson's work, I really like. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I, I think, like, basically the ones that I think are missteps are, like, the Darjeeling Unlimited Unlim- uh, and Isle of Dogs. Uh-huh. Basically, when he steps outside of the world that I think he should kind of stay in. Sure. I have never uh, actually watched a Wes Anderson movie. Uh, you know, like I'm saying, I think they're good. If I had yeah. to suggest one, it's always Grand Budapest. Or yeah, I mean that's kind of fantastic, the one it Mr. Feels Fox. Like. Yeah. And yeah, like this one, I like walked out of it. And I'm like, I think I liked it, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And then, like, kind of since I've been going up, like, I think now I think that was really good. And then, like, I don't know though. Mm-hmm. And I'm still kind of in that that period. Uh, it's got a lot of things that, like, I think would help from a second watch, or at least let me crystallize my feelings on a second watch. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's meta in a lot of ways that I kind of expect myself to love. Uh, And it is just kind of continuing his uh, trend of his last movies of being quite uh, nihilistic. Okay, okay. Uh, Which, you know, is is the joke people have kind of... Because there's all that... Then the AI stuff of him, and then like this TikTok trend of you know it, he has an easy style to imitate. Sure, right? Yeah, I've seen AI do it so many times. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Um. And as far as I can tell, it's mainly just he just makes movies about guys in funny bow ties in rooms with funny wallpaper. Oh, so yeah, it's kind that's of it. pastel. Uh huh. Uh, and there, it's a, just a lot of guys in funny bow ties staring into the camera, and I, I guess there's probably a plot at some point, but the way people talk about him, I don't know. 
Yeah, uh... So, like, when all of that was going on, like, a few of the clips from his movies are going around, and, like, people were like, oh, this is, like, sometimes weirdly dark, and sometimes... <laughs> like, not only pastel face-on shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm stunned to learn this. Yeah. That you cannot just make a movie of only that. <laughs> what? Uh, but, yeah, so then I I watched that, and then, like, later that same day, I watched uh, his last movie, French Dispatch, which I think is a five out of five masterpiece. Mm. Uh, but is also not the one that I would suggest first. I gotcha. You have to really be in on the Kool-Aid for that. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, it's an anthology movie about a, a little newspaper in France. <laughs> <laughs> And each story is an article in the newspaper. Oh, I see, I see. And it's like, even like as I say it, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> this movie I consider is like extremely emotionally like devastating to me. Right. Uh, but other than that, you know, I've been playing No Man's Norman Sky still. Mm. Uh, yeah. Really nothing else. Molly? Uh, I'm playing Diablo. Oh. Yep, still with the Barbarian? Yeah. I'm hitting guys so good now. You wouldn't believe how good I'm hitting these guys. Getting mowed down. Damn. Um, ready for that game to uh, update. Ready for, ready for Diablo Season 1 so I can stop playing a character that I know is going to get, like... Uh, unplayable in like a week and a half. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because with the seasonal content, you have to start a new character, which is fine. Oh. I don't mind doing that. That's you know, you just you're playing Diablo again. That's fine. Sure. Um, but you know, uh, knowing that it's coming is like, well, why am I still doing this? <laughs> sure. Yeah, um, that that often. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll still keep playing because well, I mean, the and the answer is because it's fun. Uh, but I just, right. uh, Pris might start playing with me when I hit season one again, and then I could probably, cause I'm currently having the issue where I'm way ahead of everybody else I know. Oh, sure. Yeah. And like, I don't have a character at each level my friends are at. And like, I could bring my big guy out there, but that's less fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it all does the scaling. So it wouldn't be that weird for like another player, but still it's, it's still kind of funky. Um, so I haven't done a ton of multiplayer on that, uh, for a number of reasons, but, um, yeah, doing that, I haven't played much Street Fighter. I did watch the Blues Brothers. Oh, hey, that's a movie. It's a movie. It's one of the films. That's a movie. Um, the first 20 minutes of that movie, I was like, why do people like this? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's got a slow start. (laughs) And then it picked up and I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, I guess, I guess. And then James Brown showed up and I was like, oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, they, um, they sure wrecked a lot of cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. What more could you want out of film? <laughs> it was I'd, fun to watch. The parts where there are, like, a bunch of establishing shots of how many cars there are, I'm like, dude, I get it. Dude, I promise you I get it. <laughs> I promise I don't need to see 600 cars chasing these people down the road. Oh, okay. Okay, again? Okay, well, that's cool. 
Um, but that's like a very minor gripe. Uh, I right. overall, it's a great time. Um, and uh, they they were in fact on a mission from God. So that's true. You can't argue yeah. with that part. You cannot argue with that part. Uh, yeah, I, I was kind of telling Molly like that is a movie that is just so ingrained in my very being. I can never be <laughs> right. Yeah, like yeah. See it from an outside perspective again. <laughs> um, I did not tell you I was watching it because if I didn't like it, I didn't want you to know. <laughs> I I heard. I the know music you can hear it through the, the walls, but that's not the point. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and if you didn't like it, that would be fine. <laughs> well, it's like your favorite movie, so. I mean, yeah, but Just I have saying. many favorite things that we have disagreed on. <laughs> it's true. We will again, I'm sure of it. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's good. Um, those guys were doing so much cocaine. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes. It's, oh, boy. I don't know how anybody made it out of the 70s or 80s. I don't. Yep. Yeesh. Yeah, and it's... Is, I, that is one of like my favorite things to learn of behind the scenes fun facts <laughs> is like what sets were just full of cocaine. <laughs> uh huh. I mean, it's pretty clear about the Blues Brothers from the jump. <laughs> yes, they leave. Uh, they leave. Popeye that... is the one I always like to point to. <laughs> oh sure. And they fucking leave that jail, and it, it's Cocaine City. Oh yeah. yes. Um. Anyway. Uh. The other thing about that movie, I was like, what the fuck is Carrie Fisher doing here? <laughs> Killing. Or trying to, or try, She's doing a really bad job of it with, with a lot of explosives. Uh, but yeah, I had a really good time. Uh, they used to, we used to make movies. That's true. We used to wreck cars in this country. <laughs> yeah, I, it was one of those things where I was like looking up some of like budgets of movies recently and i'm like even just like with modern movies I was like why are i i know why and it's not like a constructive thing to say right but, but like why do sony movies that have like 20 million dollar budgets for everything like look just have a look not even a better look a look right yeah then you know the Flash, or the new Indiana Jones, or <laughs> oh, that no Flash movie, movie today could get Aretha Franklin to show up like that. <laughs> well, For no, Molly, I don't think she's with us anymore. Well, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> Speaking figuratively, I'm aware of Aretha Franklin's <laughs> death. <sighs> okay, anyway. Uh... Columbo? Columbo? Yeah. This opening scene is is nuts. <laughs> yeah, what hey, what hey. What's what is fake Steve Buscemi doing here? I'm he glad does you... look a lot like Buscemi, yeah. I think I he's the missing that. link between Peter Laurie and Steve Buscemi. He looks like evil Steve Buscemi. Every generation you gotta have a guy with kind of bug eyes. It's it's important, and th- you know this one. He was not as successful as his predecessor, or no. And that's why everyone thinks every movie from the seventies is bad. 
because <laughs> they didn't have one. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why no one likes any 70s cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Famously bad decade. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh... Anyway, yeah, they remember Steve- that Columbo's uh, a core tenet of Columbo is batshit uh, directorial choices. Yeah, they just this. T- I don't know what it's doing here, um, but it is funny. Uh huh. Yeah, I definitely feel like they got a, a director who was like, who after a bunch of like, you know, trying it safe. Uh, was like, you know what? I'm gonna go fuck. Like, let's go for it again. Right. Yeah, I so think a guy just lights a fucking cartoon bomb and throws it into a junkyard, and then it freeze frames as it explodes. Say, like, Peter Falk is Columbo. I think the most confusing part of the scene for me. Um, I understand why the, um. Why, like, the whole part where he's throwing the explosives is on fire. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why does he just have he's got open a flame in front of all of his bombs? I mean, how else could he possibly light the fuses on them? Well, I'm glad you asked, because in this very show, we've seen a number of large lighters <laughs> Wait, uh, that you could oh. use to <laughs> ignite a fuse. Oh. Yeah, uh, this yeah just I guess is- so. Also, this man has the shittiest Molotov cocktail in history. Uh-huh. There's it's no bad. rag in it. What are you doing? My defense for why he just has open flames near bombs is this guy seems a bit uh, loose. I, I don't well, know yes. if you picked up the subtext of this episode, but this guy is a little bit mentally unwell. Yeah. I, di- I, I figured that out towards the end. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was a little confused at the start. It's the it's the big Columbo twist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, also, um, really love that they brought back Jack Cassidy, and he said, "You know what I'll do? Ugly little mustache. I'll kill an author." <laughs> well, th- well, that too. They did have him do another author murder. I was gonna talk about his funny little mustache. Mm-hmm. He does have a good funny little mustache Because I think it makes him much more bearable This episode <laughs> Yeah he's better in this one than he was uh, Yeah in I think he's way better in this one Which granted I, Also could be benefiting from like This is my second Columbo I know what we're doing here Yeah and yeah. I think also, it's, it's also the just, first Columbo I think Murder by the Book they were just like hey Did you see Prescription Murder just be that guy okay, Be that guy This one they're like they've done enough of these now that They know how to put more variation into the formula yeah. Uh, anyway, Jack uh, Cassidy gives this guy a gun. He said he's a shitty Molotov cocktail, but he's replaced the rag with a sparkler, and I think that's innovative. <laughs> As he says, he's come up with bombs they've never dreamed of. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. I love how Jack Cassidy in this episode. Has contempt for every single living person on this god green earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is no one he likes. Yeah. He will betray like, any of you. We've talked about, you know, uh, you know, murderers who like actually try to, you know, somewhat befriend Columbo. Murderers who uh like try to put on a good face and then <laughs> Eventually break down and like hate Columbo. 
or some people who just hate it from the jump. This guy just hates everyone equally. Uh-huh. He has not a single light in his life. Yeah. Yeah, he's just kind of uh, the worst. Yeah. Uh, I really love when this, the explosion guy is like, want to synchronize watches and Jack Cass is like, no, we don't need to do that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you can really tell that this guy is so bummed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. Man. We could have synchronized watches. This guy's also like, we, we should do military time. That's how we do it. Right. Do you guys ever think about how we'll never synchronize watches? Oh. I hadn't. <laughs> no, yeah. I just think that's kind of fucked up. There's never going to be a reason to. There's never going to be a reason. We it was always watches. like a cool thing to say. I gotta go. <laughs> well, uh, you can find me at... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go lay down. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And yeah, so he he is setting up a murder uh, where... He's giving someone uh, this guy a gun uh, with prints on it and says, you, you, know, you can't mess up the prints. Uh, and, you know, just shoot this guy one shot. Uh, that's it. Yeah. And, you know, do it at this time. Right. Which is why they uh, wouldn't be guys synchronized like, watches. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, then you'll publish my book. And the guy's, Jack Cassidy, is like, yeah, sure. <laughs> of course, yeah, no, I totally didn't forget about that. I would love to and publish I, your book about how to do terrorism. <laughs> your your book, The Anarchist Cookbook. Right. Right. I'm ah, just watching all these kids on the news get arrested for doing bad bombs. I think they should do good bombs. Yeah, if they were safe Jack about Cassidy it, it'd be keeps fine. on asking this dude... Now, are you sure this isn't illegal? He's like, no, of course it's not. Uh, and, yeah, he just, like, keeps saying it no, but I don't know if I believe him. I suspect it isn't legal. No, I, I think it's not, probably. I even think if you maybe pull it's... A, oh, like, even if you pull a whitest kids you know, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> telling you this so you don't do it. Right. I mean, didn't the original uh, edition of Fight Club have, like, the actual formula for napalm in it, and they had to, like, edit it yeah, out? Yeah, the, the, like, original book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I guess you are allowed That's to do fun. the whitest kid you know bit. But what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but Jack Cassidy scratches his own car, and, like, Jimmy opens the lock. Yeah, he yeah uses the screwdriver to force the lock, and then also scrapes it real bad. And I had the thought of like, I've never jimmied a lock, but why would you scrape it that bad? It seems like you'd be finessing it. You wouldn't be just like hacking at the lock with a screwdriver like that. Uh, a lot of times, you'd have to be going very fast. Hmm. Oh, so it would slip out of the lock and yeah. slide. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. 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 This guy has. Maybe the most planning of a killer we've seen in a while. Yeah, and I know like, that every individual step of it gets undone individually by Columbo. Yeah, I know that last episode we had a guy who did 
like, you know, subliminal messaging. <laughs> right. But this guy really plants his shit. Yeah, no, the, the subliminal messaging guy figured out that subliminal messaging would be smart and then did not think about the rest of the murder. He's <laughs> like, what do I do after that? I guess just take out a gun and shoot him. Yeah, like, I guess shoot. Okay. Um, and yeah, that should work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're at a, a party with a bunch of... Uh, a, a hip book publisher party. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to my dad this uh, week, uh, and we ended up talking about, like, you know, 70s movies and you know, this kind of era. Uh-huh. And he was, like, saying, yeah, every single house I ever went to as a child had a wet bar. <laughs> <laughs> What a time. Yeah, that's wild. What a time to be alive. And he's like, yeah, like, I was like, you know, like, it's kind of at the, like, start of, like, you know, me having memories. And, yeah, I guess if I look back, it is weird that, like, almost every adult I knew was, like, probably drunk the majority of the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it really explains a lot when you remember just how drunk everyone was all the time for most of history. Yeah. And then after, you know, the 70s, they get really into cocaine. Right, yeah. They were already into cocaine in the 70s, but they got really into it. Right, right. Uh, I love Jack Cassidy's drunk act. Right, because he comes into this publisher party because basically what's happening... A writer that works for his publisher is terminating the contract to go work for a different publisher, and he's, oh, he's steamed about it, so he's gonna act like he's on a drunken rampage against these people, so that they all, you know, suspect him of murder. And he is gonna murder him, but in a way that's impossible for anyone to catch him. Right, yes, he, the, the drunken act is a big alibi. What if I had an alibi all night? He wants people to suspect him... Because he has a perfect alibi. Yes. So it's clear he couldn't have uh, done it. Right. Yes. Except for uh, all the parts I, where I it just, really looks like he did it. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, I love him talking to uh, the like lady holding the drinks where he's like, Oh, don't you go anywhere. <laughs> I lovely. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> He is, like, 20% away from an SNL character. Uh, a little bit, yeah. And, like, yeah, basically, like, walks up to this dude and is like, I'll murder you. Uh, yeah, I, I put it in, like, kind of our question post, but in the, there's a uh, novelization of this that makes it pretty explicit that the main thing that dude that... that the main thing that this dude what like works in is pornographic books. Oh sure, that's kind of implied yeah. in the dialogue here. Yeah, like we, you get like you know like that very Harlequin cover photo shoot. Right, right. And he says like, "Oh, it's a you know book about you know anthropology." Yeah. And then and all like the, the book writers covers. like, "Oh, I'm sick of writing that garbage you're making me turn out." He goes, "Garbage? No, sir. That was sex." sex. The only thing that sells in this modern, depraved era, and we were, 
We were producing it like strands of gold from Rumpelstiltskin's loom. The only mysticism in this world left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, which I also really to bring up because uh, Hideo Kojima read the Japanese novelization of that book. Of course of this he did. Episode, of course he did. And like cites it as like one of the main things that one made him want to be a writer. <laughs> And like, of course, of course. Naturally. <laughs> All right. What else could it have been than the novelization of a random episode of Columbo about a porn publisher? It really just like, oh yeah, it's it's a fucking Kaiser Soze moment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, from what I, I've heard, you know, like, Columbo is one of those extremely... Columbo was very popular all around the world. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I know is that at one point, a... Uh, like, in Romania, like, the Romanian public thought that the government was withholding episode of Columbo. Yes, I, have we talked about that? I feel like yes, we maybe we have. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and like, uh, you know... Yeah, but Peter Falk had to, like phonetically learn a speech in Romanian so that he could, like, tell them that, no, we just don't produce that many episodes. <laughs> right, like, Budapest is the statue of Columbo and the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, in Japan, which is the only place that has gotten Blu-rays of Columbo. Fuck! <laughs> uh, in a, in, like, a big, like, season, like, series... Uh, collector's edition in a cigar box. <laughs> that rules! God. Uh, but one of the main ways that it became popular is in those, like, in Japanese novelizations of episodes that were not out uh-huh. and tr- officially translated otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for, like, if you listen to a lot of people who, uh, from that particular era of Japan, they'll be like, oh yeah, Columbo, this is a series of books. Oh, wow, okay. And, you know, they know what Peter Falk what, you know, looks like, and, you know, they've seen some of the episodes, but, like, for them, like, their first entry point is books. Right. Which, yeah, just interesting. Thought I'd mention it, because... Yeah. I had the Hideo Kojima. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, everyone fucking hates this dude. Yeah. And rightly so, because he hates them. Uh, but yeah, he just drunkenly kind of saunters off and gets in his car. Yes, and then he um, drives okay, off to a now, bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I thought we were past that, because my episode's been playing. Sorry. Uh, the, the, the fucking presentation of this whole section. <laughs> <laughs> they just said, hey, what if we invent 24, 30 years early? Yeah, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Like, yeah, this is what I'm saying is that, like, a, there was, like, a director and editor combination of, like, let's get, like, let's try to get fancy again. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're getting a split screen of uh, the bomb guy, Cassidy, and the victim all going about their night. And it's like, sometimes we cut to one of them in particular, but sometimes it's all three of them on screen, like, separated yeah. by black bars. Yeah. Yeah, but like it's yeah, it is not a split screen in like the right down the middle. It is like no, it's like picture and overlapping. Picture. Yeah, picture and picture like sometimes like overlapping squares. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's wild. Zach has these... Yeah. It's just drinking at a bar and making a... He's basically just going around town making as big an ass as he can so everyone will know exactly where he is. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can pinpoint exactly what time they have to talk to this fucking asshole. Yeah, like, if Columbo has to go to someone and be like, hey, do you remember this guy? It's like, oh, that motherfucker! Right, uh uh-huh. I love how the, like, camera starts at one Dutch angle and then swivels around to the other Dutch angle. turns into the other one! It's like he's on the bridge of the Star of uh, like wow the Star Trek the ship. Enterpress there you go the Enterpress the Enterprise the Enterprise going on it's like he's on the bridge of the Enterprise and they're having a disaster but very slowly yeah pretty yes. groovy party <laughs> yeah yeah he's at a real dreamy party yeah it's it's them going through the. The black hole in this first Star Trek, which is basically that, where it's like, all right, let's slowly rotate the camera. Uh-huh. Uh, but the main thing that fucks up uh, this entire plan uh, is that, like us, this writer's hot. Uh-huh. And so he decides to open up a door and open up a window to get a flow going. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, you know, I mean... I guess he would have been fine if he hadn't done that. But also Jack Cassidy would have been fine if he hadn't done that. Yeah. It is It yeah. is both his undoing and the thing that ensures his killer is brought to justice. Yes. But I guess given the choice, I'd rather not be dead. Yeah, I'd rather not be dead. Yeah. Yeah, this guy... He was able, like, he, the... Guy Jack Cassidy hires was able to get through a few other doors, so I'm sure that he could have got through it. Right. Uh, if that, you know, came up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, him trying to make it clear that, like, oh, this, like, you know, uh, someone used my key to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is what utterly dooms him at the end. Right. Or what starts to doom him. Yes. In a way that it feels a little bit like an own goal, like he's trying too hard, but we can get to it when we get to it. Uh, so yeah, he uh, works really hard to uh, back into this couple who are very fancy looking, but are driving a real beat up VW bus. Uh huh. Yeah, they're driving the bus that uh, my one cool friend in high school had. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. And you can ride it to school if you want, but if you look down at, like, where the floor meets the wall, you will see the road. Yeah, There's you don't want like, that. There's just, like, a half-inch gap in the metal that you would rather not be there. Uh, there was a, like, vintage car lot right near our, like, in walking distance of my home as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as part of there, like, they had it all, like, decked out to, you know, fit the ambiance of the cars they sold. Yeah. Uh, and they would, like, s- you know, quote-unquote sell old bottled Cokes, which were probably just stuff that they would give out as people were, you know, going through conversations of how much they're going to spend on this old fucking car. Yeah. Uh, but I would just go and just, like, give a guy, like, a couple dollars and he'd give me a Coke. Fuck yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and they had a, uh, 
VW bus like this, but uh, in the back, instead of more s- seats, it was like a diner booth uh-huh. with like a table. And I thought that was so cool. And I wanted that car for the entirety of my childhood. <laughs> uh, then by the time I was old enough to drive, that place had shut down. Yeah, Damn. that sounds right. Yeah, but also by the time I was like, you know, I probably don't want that kind of car. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the uh, explosion guy shoots this dude as he's recording a tape. Yep, he, he does yep. all of his books by dictation, apparently. Which I am losing my mind over. What the fuck do you mean he does his books by dictation? Yeah, this is unhinged. I mean... At the beginning of this tape, he, like, makes a note for whoever is transcribing it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Pages looks good. I have a couple edits for you, but, you know, here it is. But, like, I can't imagine just doing it by dictation and then not... You have to... Before you could do the next part, you gotta get it... Tra- uh, get a transcript of it, because I gotta reference yeah. that shit. <laughs> right? How would you remember what parts you've already, you know, said... How would you, like, go back and, like, oh, wait, no, hold on, I should... I mean, granted, it's a first trap, you yeah. can go in and edit it. And also, granted, if you are using a typewriter, all this is hard to do also. Yes. But... But still. What? <laughs> yeah. I So that's funny, because I have heard many stories of novelists dictating. Okay, yeah, I mean, it must be a real thing. It's just... Yeah, that just sounds absurd to me. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Especially, like, after they have... Uh... Yeah, especially after they have had some amount of success, they will... I've heard many people will just go to dictation full-time. Like, even now? Yeah. Okay, no, that's crazy. Whatever floats your boat, I guess. I, I mean, guess. But we have dictation software now, so it's probably easier to do that now because you don't even have to wait for somebody to transcribe it for you if you're doing it slowly sure. enough. Uh, after he uh, has drunkenly backed into these people, uh, the wife is of uh, the cu- old couple is like, I should, you know, call you into the police. And he's like, and I would call you into a plastic surgeon. Boom, I'm out of here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> and he's just like constantly like laughing and smiling as he's like, mm-hmm. it is something that this guy is obviously super, super drunk, has already caused a car accident and is like, yeah, that guy can just drive off. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm just going to be 70s. evil. It's fine. Yeah, like the. He like and like as he drives off, he like goes over like a curb. Uh huh. Yeah, right. And yeah, the thing that doesn't get him is like isn't drunk driving. It's just he parked in the middle of a like parking lot. <laughs> right. It's one of those things where like when I was a kid, I remember hearing all the like campaigning against drunk driving. I'm like, this is really heavy handed. That's obviously the dumbest idea anyone's ever had. That can't be that big of a problem. And then you look back at like this here, it's like, no, no, that was just kind of a thing people did. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason people were really like, no, please, for the love of God, you need to understand that it's a bad idea. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, for us now, it's like, well, of course. Of course! 
That's just, that just seems obvious. Yeah. And this was, like, also in the period where, like, people were like, eh, seatbelts, schmeats belts. Right. <laughs> Government's not going to tell me to protect my life. Or, like, the weirdest version of that is, like, all right, I'll buckle up, but not my kids. <laughs> right. Well, they're small. They'll just go through the windshield. That's safer. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, Columbo uh, wants coffee. Needs coffee. He's so He's sleepy. sleepy. Uh, but I, it wasn't until like I rewatched this episode where I, like I, he's like, oh, he's testing the key into all the locks. Yes. Because and realizing that it doesn't fit. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like because the guy's like, oh yeah, I, I came to bring him his coffee, and it was all, and he, you know, he was dead. Nobody's like, coffee? Oh, got coffee. Some... Well, yes, sir, but it's cold. Ah, it's fine. I'll take anything at this point. Give it to me. Go, 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 I love how he takes a sip and he goes, oh, this is brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a really good bit. So, oh, Jesus Christ. What am I drinking? <laughs> but he keeps drinking it. Whatever it takes. Yeah. You know how much sleep I got in the past three nights? Like five hours. Columbo, your wife kind of seems like a menace. My wife, she wants to get up at 2 a.m. and watch, I forget, <laughs> Betty Davis. Who, me and Chelsea stopped and realized that is the name of the actress from the, like, failing movie star episode. Oh, really? Like, the act- the actor that played that character, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh-huh. Uh, and, we, like, yeah, we also get another callback later in this episode to the politician. Yeah, they really like calling back to that politician episode. I think they must have, like written a bunch of these together or something like that or, that, or they just added those lines into the thing i guess that or maybe the politician episode was really popular so they're you know they can call back to that one everyone saw it yeah maybe yeah also like from what i've read of like the amount that peter folk would just add shit yeah i just i wouldn't be surprised if like oh he liked Working on that episode. Right, right. Yeah, because you you've said the quote where it's like for writers of this show, you have if you try to Columbo it up, you like you have to start normal and he'll add that. Yeah, let him Columbo it up. Yeah. It's just weird that we went from zero references to previous cases to. Yeah, now like it's become three, like a thing they do. Yeah. Yeah, but like specifically for like one episode mostly. Right. Yeah, it's very strange. I mean, to be fair, that's definitely the highest profile case Columbo's worked. Uh, you know, of course he's going to be reminding everybody that he's the guy that solved that one. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That guy uh, and his little quiet gun. Listen, this is the the post or maybe mid Nixon era. I don't remember years. But he's like, listen, you know, everyone's mad about corrupt politicians and I put one in jail. Uh, but we we meet the uh, guy who is the one that picks up the tapes and delivers the typed out manuscripts. Yeah. Uh, he is a nothing character that will not become important later. No, not at all. Am I forgetting something, or is there a reason we're calling this out? <laughs> no, yeah, he's the guy that like cracks it for Columbo later. Oh, okay. Yeah. I bit uh, my lip yesterday, and I like Ooh. that made it swell up. So I bit it again to the day 
to the point where it like bled. Ooh. So it kind of hurts as I talk. So I just want the listeners to know the pain I'm going through for their benefit. For today. their benefit. Wow, that's that's really big of you. Uh huh. You're so you're so brave and cool, Luke. Thank you. Uh, why don't you take this next thing, Luke? And why don't you just explain? <laughs> Uh, no, uh, Columbus keeps on listening to the tape over and over again, and while all the cops are like, God, that sounds like garbage. He's like, I'm uh, trying to find like evidence, a- you fucks. Yeah, it's a story about, like, the Vietnam War. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and this guy having a, fr- uh, a fling that may be love with a, a, a local. Who could say? Who could say? Who could say? Not him, he's fucking dead. That's true. Yeah. Although apparently he's writing the entire outline, though, so... Oh, well... They're still gonna cash this check. Yeah, I guess we'll get that out there. No biggie. Uh, but, yeah. Columbo has just been playing with the key the entire time, and when the guy presents him with the gun, they're like, yeah, we just found it downstairs, like, in the middle of the hallway, and Columbo's like, just, like, out there. And the guy's like, yeah, lucky. Yeah. (laughs) Lucky. (laughs) Right, lucky. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Columbo's already like, all right, all of this was planted evidence. Right. Yeah, but, like, he has to figure out whether it was planted in order to frame someone or in order to make it look like it was framing someone. <laughs> and that's uh, why Jack he's got to talk to Mr. Greenleaf. Re- yeah. Uh, Jack Cassidy gets arrested, and... Uh, th- he does one of the smartest things... of. Uh, a murderer has ever done in this, which is bring his lawyer when he talks to Columbo. God, yes. If yeah. only people... If only he kept it up. Yeah, he really gives up quick. He's got a good lawyer. He probably should have picked a different plan than the one that implicated himself. Yeah, probably pick the one that, like, your lawyer gets you out of it. Because, like, clearly but, he's working on it. This lawyer's the first man to ever tell Columbo that doesn't count as evidence. That's just you fucking fishing. Yes. That's not how ev- that's not how courts work, Columbo. And Columbo's like, yeah, I guess you got me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's just like so pleased with himself. He's like, no, I have to tell everything I know. I guess, I guess I did kind of blackout drink last night, and it's, it's possible. And yes, I do own a gun. I don't know where it is. I usually just keep it in my car. My God. Could I have done the murder? The lawyer just had in his hands. <laughs> the lawyer just had his hands like, stop. Please stop talking. Please, sh- please shut the, f- shut the fuck up. Sir, shut the fuck up. Mr. Greenleaf, I can't, I can't, I have to insist. I'm your lawyer. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, and Jack Cassidy is like, oh, like, too, like, thinking about his lawyer, like, oh, you fucking idiot. I'm pl- playing Columbo right into my hands. Right. And then Columbo's like, oh, this guy is way too forthcoming with the fact that he may have killed someone. Right. <laughs> he definitely killed this dude and is trying to make it look like he did it. Yeah, these no, vibes no, are all No, no, my wrong. good lawyer, I will nobly tell the truth, for I have nothing to hide. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fucking suspicious. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking weird. Why'd you say that? If you're, if you're rich enough to get a lawyer this good... <laughs> right. But, yeah, like, yeah, so Columbo, like... Plays the tape and is like, uh, like, yeah, and and he's like, oh my god, I can't believe he's dead. Yeah. 
And yeah, like Columbo keeps on trying to like kind of suss out some things and you know do his little suspicions. Uh, and yeah, the lawyer's just like, no, fucking stop it, fucking don't talk. <laughs> Give me the bail money, like information, and then I'll, like the next, you'll only talk to my client with me present. Right, <laughs> right. And Columbo's like, mm, gonna have to work a little harder for this one. Fuck, I'm not used to a lawyer enough. I don't know why they're all rich. <laughs> they can afford to. No one ever does. It's, it, again, the hubris. Uh-huh. They all think that they're too smart for it. They do. Uh, and yeah, so he goes to uh, the guy's literary agent, and she's instantly like, oh yeah, if he was acting like he's sad about this, then that's a fucking, that's a fucking lie. Uh-huh. He hates that motherfucker. He's mad at that motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Which, I get what she's saying, but I also, like... I guess this guy's a pretty big asshole. I guess he would be somebody like, oh, good. Yeah, like, or, like, in this exact situation, he would just be like, well, I had nothing to do with this. Right, exactly. Instead of crying crocodile tears. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is when they're like, oh, yeah, this guy, the... The publisher, you know, had no idea about the book that this guy was working on. Mm-hmm. He was keeping a closely guarded secret so that he could sell it off. Right, after uh, the, the contract second. was up. Yeah, and so that he technically wasn't working on it during uh, the making of this. Right. Like, yeah. you know, during his current contract. Uh... Yeah, so Columbo is like, all right, got that, goes back and starts looking around. He's like, yep, it was your gun, it was your key, it was your blah, blah, blah. Uh, and right during that, uh, the guy gets the call from the insurance, uh, his insurance guy. And his lawyer's like, oh, I'll, I'll tell him to just, you know, call you back later. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we better see what he wants. It might be important, probably. It might be important. (laughs) The winking at the camera. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, like, just, like, always a great moment of comedy where it's like, like, I've done everything perfectly, and then, like, one person does, like, something that, uh, like, they didn't expect it. They're like, wait, hold on. No, right. Yeah. (laughs) You can't do this to me. Uh, and he's like, Oh, in fact, it turns out, Columbo, that I've got an airtight alibi. Oh, boy. Sure is a good lucky break that those folks bothered to call my insurance that I don't remember telling them to do because I was so drunk. Because I was so drunk. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a shame I crashed into their car, but it's okay. Hey, hey dumb shit. Yeah. How come you keep saying it's multiple people? <laughs> kind of sounds like maybe you remember. Kind of sounds like maybe you remember what happened. And then he's like, oh, eh, and his lawyer's like, it must be subconscious. And Columbo's like, meh, I need to get you out of the picture. <laughs> yeah, the lawyer's like, I guess it was subconscious, and also, who fucking cares? He's not under arrest, and fuck you, shut the fuck up. Yeah, in fact, that he just got a, like, clear alibi for the time of the murder, so. Mm-hmm. So how about you uh, eat shit, Columbo? 
Yeah, and, and Columbo also finds the, the Jimmy Open's lock on his car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what led to the missing gun and missing key that he supposedly kept in his right uh, glove compartment. That's always something I... I I'm also just not someone who owns guns. Right, yeah. Really? But, like... Yeah, I know. Uh, But it just also feels weird to be like, just keep that in your... You know, your pocket. Like... Right. In your glove compartment. So we're just (laughs) completely insecure. Yeah. Like, a lot of glove compartments, you know, have... Like locks on them, but also no one uses. I was gonna say them. nobody in history has ever used that lock. Yeah. Also, it's like a plastic little flap. I feel like you could force it pretty easy. Yeah. Also, you kick that thing; oh, it's going yes. in. Yeah. Uh, Columbo tries to catch him because he mentions that like he was like like you know like oh you know he was like a, such a great writer but like oh like i i dare to say you know with his new book writing about vietnam that's a bit risky you know like world war Two, people love hearing about that but vietnam that's you know just a war that we lost well how do you know uh, he's writing about vietnam i thought nobody knew about this secret book i thought you especially I, didn't know about this secret book it's like well you played him the tape where he mentioned saigon in a war Ah, he's fuck, like, I guess you got me. Yeah, was like, ah, guess. fuck, I gave away too much. <laughs> Keys. Uh, yeah, and so Columbo is like, hey, goes to a key guy and is like, hey, can you make me a copy of this key? I I forgot he hasn't revealed yet that the lock had been changed, has he? No. No, no he doesn't reveal that to the very end. Well, not that he has changed the lock, but that the guy changed the lock. Oh, right, right, Yeah, right. no, no, he's gonna do that, um pretty soon here because that's going to be the other half of this guy's thing. He's like, well, I could trick him into actually thinking it was somebody else if I put the, the key to this lock on somebody else's key ring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, they go to Greenleaf Productions which uh, the logo for is just a maple leaf painted green. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Great job, uh, guys. Yeah. Uh, the, he, uh, he gets a call like from his secretary. It's like, Hey, a, a weird guy is just ru- like walking around the entire building, annoying people. And he's like, "Well, then get the police." And he's like, "That's the problem. He is the police." <laughs> that feels like a scene you used to start like a Columbo ad. <laughs> this weekend on Columbo, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he like, it almost and like a different version of this you like he would like look into the camera and give like an eye roll uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh uh but yeah we get the kind of earlier mentioned harlequin style cover of this sailor dressed up guy looking like it's a guy like, oh, you're know, supposed to be like, like you know ravishing her not body slamming her get it right yeah yeah so like it seems like the the writer that he was going for was like trying to write some kind of better stuff in this, or at least from what people have kind of said around him. They mostly yeah. just say that his stuff sells like gangbusters. Yes. No one actually a- says if he's a good writer or not. Uh, you don't have to be a good writer when you're making the only good porn in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
presumably. Or the only or the only good like uh book with the porn in it so that you right. can just yeah. read it and it looks like a regular book, but you know it's got porn in it. I'd be really worried if like a guy that was a bestseller for writing you know, erotica was like, I don't want to write that anymore. I want to write a serious novel about, like, the human condition. It'd be like, Ugh, buddy, are you sure about that? Ugh. I don't know. I've read some stuff. <laughs> no, sure. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm saying if I'm a publisher, I'm like... Oh, yeah. If, if you're a publisher, oh, you're like, oh, oh, you, sure you don't, don't want to make more porn? You want to stop doing the thing that makes the money, huh? Oh, okay. The, well, if the you say so... Thing that, like... The, of course, the person that I connect this to is Patricia Highsmith. Uh-huh. Who, like, did the prices... Like, did a bunch of, like, lesbian pulp novels. Sure. Uh, and then did The Talented Mr. Ripley. Okay. And, like, Strangers on a Train and stuff like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh... Yeah, but I'm not implying that, like, erotica writers can't write good fiction. Oh, yeah. I'm not even saying that those have to be two separate things. I'm yes. just saying that it's a little odd to me that the publishers aren't more like, ooh, he's trying to pivot into, like, like serious, like, you know, capital F li- or capital L literature, huh? Uh-oh. Maybe, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, the one, the one bit of the story that we've heard is that... The That's dude true, the one bit of the story we sex. heard does sound a lot like... It's the part the with the pornography. For a trashy romance novel. Yeah, so... Maybe he's not getting that much out of his wheelhouse. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but yeah, Columbo is, has just made himself a problem around here, and... He's like, I can't... People are very busy here, Columbo. Can you not just bug everyone you see? Uh-huh. I can't help it. It's all I do. Yeah. Uh, and, like, the second Columbo's like, oh, by the way, you're totally innocent. He's like, well, I'm sorry, I yelled at you, Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, yeah, eventually Columbo drops the bit where he's like, yeah, like, one of the posters is, like, modern Aztec courtship practices. Yes. Yeah, like, very badly, thinly veiled <laughs> pornography, like, it's like when people made porn, but classified them as nudist documentaries. Right, right, right. To get past, like, the board. It's not my fault they fucked. Right, uh-huh. Yeah, listen, I, mean, listen, I was, I I was, was just, just making my documentary. Well, like, in, like, in some ways, like, that is, like, even now today, like, how porn gets around is, like, well, no, if you film it, then it's art. Yes. If you pay people to have sex, that's illegal. Unless... Unless. <laughs> you get to watch it later. Uh, Yeah. And then Columbo's like, hey, you have a life insurance policy on that guy, like a big one. He's like, oh, that, I, I, I never even thought of that. Huh, I guess yeah, I, I would, do make a bunch of money off of this. Yeah. That's Especially crazy. Especially if I... Have the only books that he ever published under my. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I forgot we even had that. Well, sir, you, you just renewed it last week. Ah, my accountant did. Yeah, and I, I don't, you know, know about that. Uh, and, yeah, Columbo drops the. 
Now it's weird, like, uh, like, no, yeah, like the the key that we found there was obviously there to incriminate you because it doesn't fit the key on the lock. Excuse me. <laughs> hold, hold on. What do you say? It doesn't. Oh what yeah, now? like he changed the lock uh, three weeks ago. I guess he didn't want you to get in. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I don't know how that. That's one of the things that bugs me. But uh, I guess someone must have uh, gotten in and then just placed that key there, just to frame you. That's that's weird. That's odd. Well, that's something I gotta worry about. Not you. You don't have to worry about it ever again. Right. <laughs> and now he's just like, motherfucker, if I don't explain how this dude got in there. <laughs> right, this is where I feel like he really blows it, because he could just let it ride. Yeah, you don't have to explain how he got in there. You don't yeah, have like, to incriminate anybody. You can just let it become a cold case. Yeah. Uh, like, as the guy said, like, oh, yeah, the door's open. I just, I just went in. Yeah. You call it the modern Aztec courtship practice as well, but I really like the one next to it, which is just uh, a busty babe in a, like, deep, you know, cut dress. Like a, like, with a title that says, My Home is a House. <laughs> yeah, that one's really good. It looks more like negligee, almost. Like, Yeah, I don't know what she's wearing. Uh, but I, I just had paused on the Aztec one. Yeah, totally. And that fit the, like... Oh, th- no, this is documentation. So this is like a National Geographic. Yeah. God, I it's said that. It's part of that. their culture that they all got their titties out. I said that, and it just... Uh just shot my mind back to when I was, like, 15 and walked into my dad's office to ask him a question and saw that he'd done a Google image search for busty brunette babes. <laughs> With safe search on. Oh, buddy. <laughs> if your dad was a different person, I'd salute that. <laughs> I've heard this one before, but it's still sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, dude. And, like, as soon as, like, I opened the door, he navigated away, and I was like, okay, we're not going to talk about this. We're never going to talk yeah. about this. That's fine. <laughs> and now you've told people online. <laughs> now I've told millions of people. Well, thousands. <laughs> well, hundreds. <laughs> I, I think we're good enough for thousands. Oh, I think we're good enough for billions, but, you know, that doesn't factor into it. <laughs> I think the I entire remember, world should be listening to us. I remember I was reading a webcomic as a, like, teen. And my dad, like, walked in as I was, like, clicking onto the next page. Uh-huh. And he was like, hey, like, what do you just, like, turn the page on? Like, 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 what do you just close? I'm like, no, I just went to the next page. And he's like, Okay. All right. Like, it's really more embarrassing because I was reading Control-Delete. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is embarrassing. If I was your dad, I would rather you be looking at porn. Yeah. I had to know about the Gamer Christmas. Yeah, what was... Oh, you mean winter miss winter miss What? Well, yeah, what, 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 what was Ethan and Lucas getting up to in those days? I think they made the Church of Gameology by that sure. point. Yeah. Right, of course. Of course. Why have you guys read this? <laughs> uh, because when you're uh, 13, you have not fully developed the ability to discern between good things and bad things. 
fuck was I doing when I was 13? I don't even know, man. Listen, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know what I was doing? I was logging on to the school library, and uh, I got to hit up Penny Arcade, VG Cats, and Control-Alt-Delete, see how they've updated. It. I do think that VG Cats, in the grand scheme, is the worst of all of them. <sighs> Control-Alt-Delete's got the worst art. Yeah. Like, VG Cats I, isn't funny at all, but at least, like, it, it's decent cartoon drawing. It's decent cartoon drawing. I think it's the one that has aged the worst in that, like, almost every comic ends with either shock violence or shock rape. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of shock violence in old Control-Alt-Delete and Penny Arcade, frankly. Yeah. Here's what I'm gonna do. You keep going. I'm just gonna look up. I'm gonna go to each website and hit the random button, and whoever <laughs> has the worst comic from that, then well, we'll know. The good news is, is that the VG Cats guy only ever made 15 of them, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, the VG Cats guy is a coward who doesn't seem to have a random button. Ah. You could just cool quick most recent comic and get probably one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just scooting my scroll bar up and down. I'll just click it random. Uh, here we go. I got one. No, keep going. I, I need mo- I need time to c- collect. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, he calls the explosion guy. Mm-hmm. He, well, has he gets the other key made first? Yes, because he's got to point the key uh, yeah, here. He, he calls he calls his guy. He's like, "Hey, can you just make a key of a random door?" Thanks. <laughs> I apparently have this power. Yeah, uh, he's just, hey, yeah, uh, I own this office. I mean, he could prove he owns the office. He's leasing it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, but yeah, he gets that key made, and then he says, you know what I'll do is I'll use all of my morphine that I apparently have and put it in this little bit of champagne to give this guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With, because apparently he just that. had that on hand. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, the same people are probably be using that. Okay. <laughs> uh... I, yeah, the best part the, is when he pours it the second glass and just does not sip his own. Yeah, just, you and know like, I think just, I'll like, do is keeps not on die. waiting for the guy to like turn around. Yes, for him yeah. to just be like, "All right." Uh, also, Eddie has two grenades just by his phone. Yeah, why not, man? Uh, hey, listen, I understand. You know, a lot of a lot of these like second kills are unforced errors and I you know this is an unforced error in a lot of ways of what he's doing this guy he needs to fucking tighten up this loose end (laughs) yeah this is sloppy yeah this this guy is not gonna let this murder plan go (laughs) no quietly into this good night not unless you publish the bomb book and get sued into oblivion yeah I was gonna say you do have to kill this guy though this guy does have to die (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Is it, regardless of anything, he, this man must die. One because he sucks, and two because he knows too much. But he also sucks. So yeah, it's pretty easy to make it look like an accident when his apartment is nothing but explosive material. Yeah, yeah. It turns out you can blow it up pretty easy. <laughs> he, the the bricks of his ab- above garage house are actually C four. Wait, really? No. Oh. <laughs> I was making a joke. I would have believed it, though, is the thing. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, yeah, that's an, that's a ridiculous thing to do. Why not? Man, this VGCast uh, comic I found is rough. 
Oh, weird. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just like meandering. It's way too long. Why you got this many panels? This isn't that funny of a joke. That's that's the yeah, like, comic. She's illegally yeah, like, downloaded Advent Children, the Final Fantasy VII film, to watch on her big screen TV with fancy speakers. And there's a cutaway to show that the cops have put out like an all points bulletin for her because of the terrible crime that is. Right. And then as she's watching it, the disc she burned airs out and she can't watch it. And the other cat makes a joke about how she needs to swap discs. And then the last panel is just the letter F in an atomic explosion enveloping the town as if she has yelled the word fuck so loud that it's a literal F bomb. What? <laughs> That's not even a joke. No, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, the the random penny arcade I pulled up is just Harry Potter cutting Voldemort in half with his wand. No, that's. Okay. I don't really. It's not really a joke. Yeah. Yeah. This control delete one's way too wordy. I don't want to read it all. <laughs> yeah, like that control delete's extremely wordy. Yeah. But like VG Cats has long strips. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh. Man, the head on this dude champagne on bomb <laughs> yeah. guy champagne is too much. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, this is a that. bad pour. Yeah, that looks more like a badly poured beer. That's not what you want. No. Also, like they're drinking out of like laboratory flasks. <laughs> yes. It, well, at least it looks like it. Looks like they're actually our cup, but. Th- they're they're not champagne glasses, at least. So where... I I was a little confused at this part, because he plants the key, and yeah. then it looks like he pulls the manuscript out of this guy's stuff for the no, he, Eddie Kane one. He types up a fake manuscript by Eddie Kane. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Because okay, he, okay. he's been getting the manuscripts that the guy's, like, written... And the full, he's already gotten the full, like, uh, synopsis. Yeah. And so he writes the synopsis in this guy's uh, typewriter to make it look like he wrote it. Yeah. I just feel like this is a weird play. Well, because also it, like, cuts to commercial as he's typing and, like... Yeah, I was very confused about the situation. (laughs) Yeah. My my, I, my belief is that he did not write the entire, like, book. <laughs> no, no, no. That would be crazy. But probably some. He'd have to for the typewriter to line up. They no, test the manuscript like, against the typewriter. He wrote, like, a synopsis, and then they oh, implies... Oh, oh, yes, no, he wrote the outline, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, the outline. And then implies that the guy stole it from him. Yes. This is, I just think this is such a weird move. Just blow the guy up. Just make it look like he blew it up. It's fine. Well, the, the big thing to me is, like, once the guy says, oh, yeah, I didn't have to use that key. I He left the door open. Don't plant the right, new don't key, Don't plant the then. new key. You look like you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I, I assume, like, he's just going off the fact that Columbo said, if I find the guy who's got the key, I find the murderer. Right. right, which Columbus yes. said on purpose yes. as a joke. Yes, to trick this guy. Yeah. Yes. So he's just, you know, going off of that. It doesn't matter right. that this guy didn't use the key. Columbo thinks right. he used the key. Yeah. Yeah. And then this guy gets an even better idea and looks up 
the uh, the hitman's book about explosives, how to blow anything up in ten easy steps. He's like, hey, I could do that hey, in ten I can easy do, steps. I can fucking do. Also, neither of the steps have already been done for me. Yeah, I'll say that this though, good title for a book. Sure. Yeah. I would I would see that on the shelf and like, you know what? <laughs> I want to be put on an FBI watch list and learn how to. Do- yeah. I need to navigate well, off this control easy steps. page. Uh, I'm glad that I've distracted you enough with... <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I'm just looking at this, like, hey, click my Patreon bit, and, like, I am not an artist. No. I think I could draw better than this. Maybe. You have done drawings for, like, tabletop games that I think are better than that. I would at least, if I drew this, know that it looked bad and that I shouldn't put it on my website. As your advertisement. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think For, I like, want hey, extra pay control me extra comics. Yeah. I'm sure this guy's making so much more money than us that I just can't think about it, so it's well, fine. Well, now I'm going to Graftrion to see how control the lead stacks up to us. Why would you do this? Uh, to hurt myself. Why are you torturing hey, Stop you. it. Luke is just having a separate podcast on the side. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of gotten just Listen, my lip hurts. I'm distracted. And I am slowly melting and just trying to get through this thing. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, he he blows the place up after leaving the outline with the, the fake ti- the title, you know, 60 Miles to Saigon. Yeah. Uh, Columbo pulls up to a fancy restaurant, and the guy's like... As he pulls up, you can... I'm definitely, like, putting more feelings onto this background extra than there he is acting. Yeah. I just can feel the disgust coming from this valet. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because comes like, I, 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 can I park here? Like, do I park here? And he's like, permanently? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can get this car started again. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm valet. I'm Going, into, I'm I'm gonna dine here. Uh, don't you need to give me like a ticket or something? I'll remember you and your car. <laughs> I'll remember your car, bud. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Cause like another lady pulls up and he's like, "Oh, of course, miss." Ma'am, you're wearing a red dress like, and you have huge tits. Let me help you out. <laughs> yeah. And so like of course, and like Club was just like, he just walked off. What did what did he do? Uh, sir, don't I need like a ticket for my car or something? No, I will remember your dumb piece gotcha. of shit car. Don't worry. I gotcha. Yeah. Which honestly, I think he's improved his car since last time we saw it. Yeah. It looks a little bit less like a turd. Yeah, it looks like somebody didn't take a belt sander to the doors. Yeah, yeah. It, it like this one you could if someone said, "Oh, is that for the destruction derby scene?" It's like, no, man, come on. This just kind of looks like an old car. Yeah, yeah. They they de-shitted it for some reason. Yeah. yeah. I'll say, uh, you know, he Control Delete's uh, Patreon went private last year, mm. but uh, the last time it was public, they, he only had four times as many subscribers as us. So we could beat him. That's not for how long he's been fucking making that comic. That's not impressive. We're gonna beat his ass. Yeah, we're coming for you, Control Delete. Yeah. Oh, uh, you motherfucker! All right, I'm done with this <laughs> this tangent now. Yeah. Uh, Columbo, it's the other publisher, and Columbo's like, would anyone have a good motive to frame this guy? And the other publisher's like, well, I guess me. Yeah. 
but I, I would have no reason to possibly kill, like, the the writer. He was bringing a book that we thought was going to be successful to my place, and now I'm not going to get it. Right. Uh, his uh, literary agent there, she's wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah, she's got a yes, lot going is. on here. Uh-huh. Yeah. I respect it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of I kinda like her look. She's got her funny little red cowboy look going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of rude to wear a hat indoors. I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're like, oh, like, why don't you eat with Kaskomo? And he's like, no, nah, I can't. And they're like, please. And he's like, yeah, all right, I'll have a, I am a little peckish. Uh-huh. And then he asks, uh, you got chili? And, and the waiter is like, his mustache does a 360 degree spin on his face when he hears the word chili. Yeah. Chili, sir. I, it, it is a missed opportunity that he does not have a monocle to drop. Yes, totally. Uh, but then yeah, he, he goes into the back and he does find Columbo some chili somehow. Really fast, too. Like, really fast. He had that shit on deck. I'll tell you. I make chili pretty frequently. The main thing about it is it's got to simmer for hours. Yep. <laughs> you can't yeah. just make it in five minutes. They had chili on tap. Uh, yep. Yeah. At first, I thought that, uh, like, the drink that he brings out was the chili for Colombo. And I'm like, man, that was fast, fast. Yeah. It's fast, but not that fast. <laughs> A literary agent eventually is like, oh, yeah, I actually was the one who gave him... Uh, the ending of the the book, because uh, Universal had already decided they wanted to option it, uh, and uh, you know the, the the line they keep on using is "You don't kill Rock Hudson." Yes, uh, right, because they got Rock Hudson for the movie adaptation, and that means they're yeah. not allowed to kill off the protagonist. I wonder if they had to get like. The okay from Rock Hudson's, like, legal p- people. Yeah, I don't know. I would assume not. You can reference a guy, I would think. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's just always weird. Yeah. 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 Uh, but so she had the idea that instead of dying heroically, the hero just goes to a monastery and becomes a monk. The end. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, the the guy's like, well, it's part of, like, his tragic arc, you know, that he is has no one and is no one, that he must right. die at the end. And she's like, what if he just kind of went away? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I guess that's good enough. There's still, like, five scenes of him banging chicks, so it's fine. It's actually a monastery where you bang chicks. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's like an anti-celibacy monastery. Yeah, they're very (laughs) against it. Uh... Colombo does not get his saltines. Or he asked for ketchup, and the guy is somehow even more. Right. Um, now his, I mean, like, his, like, tie flips up in his face. Chili already got tomato in it. I don't know what you he don't needs need ketchup, ketchup for. don't need ketchup, Colombo. Come on. The saltines I get. Yeah. Um, I think Colombo is just kind of very low class with his food. I just... you. <sighs> Ketchup and chili just doesn't seem... Th- I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Columbo. Just doesn't seem like a good time. Anyway, he finds the, the fake manuscript, and he's like, Hey, 
what the fuck is this doing here? Yeah. Well, I, I just wanted last part of this scene, just where he gets the check. Oh, right. He's like, six dollars for a bowl of chili. Uh, like, bowl of chili and iced tea. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Six seventy-five. I forgot to add the iced tea. Uh-huh. And that's like, a, that's like a real, like, Columbo looks at the camera and, like, puts his head on his hand. Right. Like, oh. He doesn't get any respect. For, for, for dinner. That's incredible. That's too much. Yeah. I can't believe it. You know what? It is too much. <laughs> this was one of, those, one of those ones where I, like, when I was first watching through Columbo, I was like, that's, like, what, what a time. Yeah. He only paid a guy $1,000 to murder someone. That's true. I feel I like really, this guy that's like $6,000 today. That's still dirt fucking cheap. That's still dirt fucking cheap for a murder. That guy needed to charge more. Yeah. I, I feel like that guy would have done a murder for not a lot of money. Well, <laughs> right. yes, but, like, <laughs> come on, man. Value your own labor. You know how hard it is to kill a guy? It's about time that the mentally unwell hitmen unionized. That's right. I did look up how much $6 was in 1974. I did just also look this up, yes. That that was more than I thought it would be. It's $44 for this bowl of chili and glass of iced tea. So, you know, I get it. I get why he's bulking. Yeah, no, I would do the same. Uh-huh. I, I'm sorry, Columbo. Uh, yeah, I, I assume that this guy, it's sure that he'll make it rich off of his, uh, his book deal. Right, right. Yeah. That this That's is true, just... he's not really being paid in money, he's being paid in the book deal. Yeah, but still. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. It's, the, the cop, like, the detective at the scene for this, uh, guy, you know, at the, uh, explosive guy's house... Looks so much like a, like, the star of this show if it was, like, not a Peter Falk vehicle. Sure. Right, he's the star of a cool detective show. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, and I missed it, but we kind of mentioned it. Columbo says that he wants to start writing a detective novels, you know, based on his stories. And, like, you know, we got a guy oh, what about that politician? <laughs> They got out of the apartment that wrote some books. You might know his name. Uh, I don't remember it. I know who you're talking about, Detective. Uh, but yeah, so like they're like, oh, it's like a, you know, he's written, you know, this thing. He blew himself up. Oh, but he's got this guy's name in his, you know, like Greenleaf's name in his like book and his phone number. And also, he has a outline for this book that this guy was writing. Uh-huh. Columbus like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. You've fallen into my trap. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's, he's got the key to that lock. I like how Columbo does not at this moment go, well, got his ass. No, no, no. We, yeah. We need to really hurt this guy. Yeah, tighten the screws on this motherfucker. Uh-huh. Because Columbo's won at this point. It's over. Yeah. Uh... This guy is, like, in a private... Greenleaf's in, like, a private screening room. In my mind, if you, like, actually saw what was on camera, because he's just kind of giggling at to himself watching yeah. it, it would be, like, that old footage of that, like, woman doing, like, the hoochie-coochie 
Sure. Just like extremely like banal sexual stuff nowadays. <laughs> right, and he's just it, ah, oh wow, getting a real kick out of this. He's like, eh, and then like so when Columbo walks in, he's like, What are you doing here? He changes the tab from <laughs> busty brunettes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he, you know, Columbus does like, hey, did you just hear about this? Like, I, oh man, I just went, came back from this scene of this grisly murder. And like, why are you telling me, Columbo? Because I think you knew this guy. What, what, me? No. What? No, I'm just a little guy. Yeah, no. Uh, and Columbo keeps hammering until he's like, oh yes, this guy sent us uh outline a while ago. Uh, I thought it was interesting, but like, he was difficult to contact, but uh, the writer saw like the outline on my desk, and it he started writing a story just like it. I realized it was a great outline, but this guy was an idiot, so no, we weren't going to let him write the book. We kept trying to pay him to, you know, you know, sign off on letting us take the the outline, and he wouldn't accept. And oh, jeez, I guess he. You know, I guess he killed the writer and framed me for it because I made him mad. Yeah. And like, well, he did have that key. And I was like, well, again, like you exactly said, Columbo, that's your man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess he is, huh? <laughs> uh, and then, like, in the middle of the night, the next day, uh, Columbo calls this dude up and it's like uh, calls up Greenleaf and like hey come down to that guy's office right now well yeah there's a quick scene with the the assistant from the other publisher and he's like hey can you read this she's like yeah wow that's crazy it's almost like the writer that died dictated this instead of the other way around and Columbus was like whoa mama that's a that's a oh. big one oh ain't that a thinker <laughs> <laughs> So he's just gonna triple send this man to the Shadow Realm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he keeps he's trying set, to Shadow Realm him, and this guy won't go. He has set up a combo breaker on this dude. Uh-huh. Because he pulls the key. He's like, uh-huh, yeah, so I changed the lock after the murder, and you're the only one I told about the key thing. So I don't really get how that, that bomber guy had the key. And Jack Cassidy, to his credit... Instead of immediately folding, it's just like, wow, yeah, that sure is a mystery, huh? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Guess you better figure it out. <laughs> Full-on fucking, like, Grace Zabriskie after tearing that guy's throat out. Damn. Like, what <laughs> happened did here? That's crazy. Yeah, we're all trying to find the guy who did this. <laughs> yeah. Him dressed up as a giant key. <laughs> uh... And, yeah, like, as Colin was, like, going along, like, he's, like, trying to, Greenleaf's trying to get out of it by going, like, I have, like, people coming to my house, and as Columbo's, like, just revealing, like, I have just enough to maybe put you away, he's like, oh, but I don't want to keep you, and he's like, no, I'm interested now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, you know, he finally gives his, like, uh, big thing, and he's like, well, that's ridiculous, Columbo. I'm gonna leave now. Uh, and he calls out for the uh, the delivery boy. 
Right. And that makes him stop in his tracks, and the delivery boy comes out. Uh, and yeah. he's like, now, now hold on here. Wait a minute. <laughs> I want my lawyer. I'm going to keep speaking, but I want my lawyer. Uh-huh. And you, delivery boy, don't say a word. And Columbo kind of, you know, going full cop mode in a way he rarely does on this delivery boy. Yeah. It's like, he's trying to get you involved in murder. You don't want to be guilty of murder, do you? You better talk to me. <laughs> and then he's like... it turns out that he was bribing this delivery boy to steal the manuscript that this guy was making in secret, which is how he knew enough about it to write up the fake outline. Yes. But Doing what gives it away is that his fake outline includes the ending the assistant came up with only a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah, supposedly in the outline that the guy got inspired by. Right. I, I also remember the first time I watched this, I was extremely confused that the locks only got changed once. Oh, sure. And that Columbo's the only one that ever changed the locks, not the guy. And yeah, like, no, it's Columbo a double just... lock swap. And I was like, wait, did, was Columbo just lying for the majority of this? <laughs> <laughs> and like, no. he does lie a lot of times, like to get like to like get people thinking a certain way. Right. But never usually that like precise. <laughs> like, oh, like the evidence doesn't fit because this big thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other big thing is that the door was already open. Yes. You know, so why would you have a key, and then why would that key be made for a lock that wasn't there? <laughs> right. Uh, until after I told you, and then, oh, hey, it turns out you knew everything about this dude. <laughs> There's a radiation warning sign in this hallway. Wait, is there? Yeah, there is. I don't know why. Yeah. The most I can think is that it's like a. Oh yeah, it's like near the exit sign. Is that it's like go here in case of like bombs. Oh maybe like a fallout shelter. Yeah, like a leftover from. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, but yeah, he just he he shadow rubs this guy. Yep. Not among the best shadow roaming, but. No, I would say in general, this episode of Columbo is, like, fine. Like, I had a perfectly fine time watching it, but it's a very, like, by-the-numbers one. Yeah. I, yeah. I like this actor still. Yeah. He's fun. I like uh, all of him being an asshole. Yeah, Jack uh, Cassidy yeah, was they, a lot better this time. I liked him a lot in this one. Yeah. Uh, but the, the plot is just kind of basic. Yeah. Yep. It's okay. Yeah. A serviceable Columbo. Yes. Yep. Uh, I was, I went, uh, to Scarecrow with Rachel and her mom today, mm-hmm. and they were like, they ended up talking about Columbo, <laughs> and I was like, oh, we're, I'm actually doing a podcast about that right now, and she's like, we've talked about it, like, oh, you know, like, our parents being like, Columbo, what are you doing yeah. talking that for? And she was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's that episode of Columbo. Alrighty. Do you guys want questions? Yeah. Sure. Uh, from at This Is Emeralds. Uh, less a question and more of a request. Talk about some money lesbian books you read, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I've already mentioned, you know, the... Take it Trish away! Smith, Price of Salt, a.k.a. Carol. Uh-huh. Uh... 
the, my, my current, my most recent kind of current fave was The Live Green Doesn't Care, which is like just a good romance book that does have some real good steamy sections. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I was just, I forgot to mention, I was playing some Uncharted Lost Legacy recently. Oh. It was like on sale for like 15 bucks on Steam, so I was like, oh, oh. I, I want to replay that. Uh, and so I was actually just rereading a bunch of fanfic of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I just picked up the, uh, the Haley Kyoko Girls Like Girls book. I'm excited to read that. Which, it is a bit weird that it is a book based off of a music video. Oh, yeah, huh. Uh, but... People keep on saying it's good, so... Okay. <laughs> um, and from Pokescript, uh, the talk of books uh, has made me think of how the Hitman book goes fairly in-depth into Agent 47's male preference. For no real need to the plot, what largely meaningless part of Columbo's life would you expand upon in the Columb book? Oh, boy. All of his pool hustling. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's yeah, a good one. I'm- I would have a bunch of scenes open up at pool halls. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, hey, I can't miss. <laughs> it's tough because they do spend a lot of time on all his random bullshit. That's kind of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he did a cooking show. Really uh, he did do a cooking show. Yeah, I guess I would just more like... Usually we see Columbo when he has like just arrived at the scene of the murder. Yeah. I would want to show him like what he was doing when he got the call. Yeah, sure. His wife would and be every involved. time. Yeah, like yeah. Every, would you depict the wife then in the books? I I don't know if I would. Okay. I would probably give her dialogue, but never describe her. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, I kind of like because last episode they established Columbo does all the grocery shopping for his household. I want him just going through a grocery store, kind of muttering to himself. Like uh, eggs? Do we need eggs? I don't remember how many eggs did I have this morning. Uh, oh, boy, they're high this week. Never mind. I, we can hold off. <laughs> Just eat oatmeal this week. ASMR Columbo goes grocery shopping. <laughs> you know, I got a cousin. He's a, he's a farmer. He's, I think he gets some eggs. <laughs> I, I, I would make the, like, you know how some fantasy books will have, like, maps and family trees? Yeah. I would make a Columbo family tree. Yeah, sure. Of all of the weird cousins and uncles and aunts that he has. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, which also just reminds me of... Uh, for... I have, like, one of those big Scrooge McDuck books. And it has the, the duck family uh-huh. uh, tree in it. And for a while, when they had uh, Delia Duck, the mother of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Sure. She was just, like, not a character mm-hmm. for, like, the vast majority. Basically until, like, the 2018 series. Mm-hmm. And the way that they showed it is uh, they had a tree branch growing in front of her portrait. <laughs> uh, just blocking off everything except for the last name Duck. Right. Which I thought was a funny way to go yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah, but basically, any time that like a scene opens up, like a 
Columbo, you know, gets called onto a case, he would just be doing something else. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. A lot of times hustling people. <laughs> Uh, but that's it for questions. All right, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find me on AudioEntropy.com where I do other podcasts like Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast. Right now we're doing Eidolon Disco, Eidolon Ska. It's two different campaigns released in an alternating weeks. So that's part of the whole deal of that one. And all of them. That's kind of our whole deal in general. Kind of our thing, you can listen yeah. to Idol on Disco. It's about detective teens in the seventies, or Idol on Scott. It's about detective teens in the nineties. Less less detectivey in the nineties, though. It's it's not very detectivey in the seventies either. They got more of it going on, at least. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of the episode that's coming out this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. From what I understand, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Ashley, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Uriah with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give us your fucking Give money. Give your fucking money. Give me higher the control delete, goddammit. That's right. <laughs> Do it. Uh, you can find me on all the social media sites. Not all of them. Just a number of them. Uh, at your friend mm. Molly, the Y-E-R. Um, I'm mainly using co-host now. Since Twitter went through its huge "we're fucking dying" phase uh, yeah. over the weekend, after since we've been recorded this, yeah. um, so I'm mostly on co-host. I have Blue Sky. I don't think that thing's gonna work out, but we'll see. You on, you on Threads yet? Um, no. Having I'm, seen I'm the not... posts about Threads, I don't think anybody's gonna be on Threads. I don't think anybody's gonna be on Threads. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Um, but you should I support. Should, co-host. I, I gotta migrate. I just don't know. I'm. I've got a co-host set up. I just don't have the habit built. I know. Yeah, that's the. I have. I have been using Tumblr more. Yeah. Yeah, you could use. I mean, it, the co-host and Tumblr have the same, you know, general skeletal structure. The yeah. tough part about it is that part of what makes Twitter like the place to go is that it's where everybody is, and none of these places are going to be that for years. Well, right, but because. Because some people are going to go to one, some people are going to go to another, and eventually it'll shake out a different way, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I'm going to the one that is owned and operated by queer people. That's valid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's as good a reason as any. Yeah. yeah. Better uh, reason than most. Because they ban TERFs and Nazis immediately, and uh, I value that. Yeah. yeah no, I, that's, yes. So, don't want to... It's just what, Don't want to do Twitter. One of those things that, like... It kind of gets me melancholy thinking about sometimes where I'm just like, man, it sucks that, like, I, like, will, like, lose an atrophy friend groups because some rich idiots yeah. did things. I mean, right. social media these days is the mall that closed down when you turned 18 or whatever, so. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, this it, yeah the real thing is just, like, forever. this this version of the internet is just kind of starting to die yeah. and, you know, a different version will hopefully replace it. We but, need Web know, it, 4.0. Yeah, just I skip 3.0. I don't know. I think no we good. need to go back to Web 1.0. I, I think yeah, we gotta go back I mean, and figure this shit out, because we fucked up. I don't that, know if we can. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd go back to GeoCities so we yeah, can do fuck that. Yeah, dude. Mm, um, that would involve bringing back like, forums. I don't know if we're ready to bring back forums. Everyone always waxes nostalgic forum. People still use them. The, you both still people use still, them. Yes. I mean, yeah. yes. But they, they just made the Pokemon forums, and that's going great. <laughs> they did just make the Pokemon forums. That's so true. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. That seems like an insane decision to do in 2023. 
How the fuck do you get that approved? <laughs> I, I, I just know. sent you uh, the thread that was. Do you think it would be good if we uh, cool if we had a part in Legends Arceus where we shrink? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> unless. Unless. Um. Anyway, support co-hosts. It's, yeah. It's the it it is the uh what what's the word I'm looking for? It is the only one <laughs> that will ban the Nazis. So. Yeah. It's a strong case. <laughs> I know it's uh, difficult to get used to the Tumblr layout, but uh, the co-host layout is pretty nice. Anyway, I will get off my soapbox. It's fine. Do whatever social media you want. I don't care. Just understand what you're getting into. Right. Um, anyway, uh, you can go to audioedgepeter.com. Hit the donate button in the upper right-hand corner of the website. Give us a little bit of money for the hosting. Appreciate that if you wouldn't mind. Uh, leave a review anywhere you can review us and tell people that we make a really good podcast. Because we do, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, hang out, watch Columbo with us, send us questions, things of this nature. Um, is there anything else? Uh, no episode next week. Sorry. Uh, traveling, so we'll not be able to record an episode. Um, yep. it, it should only be a one-week delay, but if it turns into two, because it could turn into two, uh, I'll let you know. It'll, well, I'll post on the Twitter. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, if it's there. Um, and that's it. Ashley gives out here. Until next time. One more thing. What's that? So I'm writing this book. Uh-huh. It's about a detective. But the okay. detective's writing a book about another detective. Okay, okay. So what's what's the book within a book about? Like what's the detective doing? The detective is trying to catch down a killer that's written a book. But the and the killer's book uh-huh. is really just the first book oh, that you're I see. reading. Okay. okay. And like so, it's like a loop. So wait, are you telling me that you killed somebody? I think we're done with uh, this interview. <laughs> <laughs> Oh.